Yeah, you've definitely seen yeah. it on there. Maybe oh. that's why they put the little the. Oh yeah. But it's like they fix it on the right one. Yeah. And on the left one, they like didn't get under the seam. Do you know this is? Well, you know, George George Lucas told uh, Carrie Fisher in that white outfit. I was gonna say she couldn't wear bra. Yeah, he told her she can't wear bra on it. And she was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And he's like, "Yeah." Them titties like happy now. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, what? Hey, y'all. Unrealistic male fantasy. Like, 100% that's the thing. Like, dudes don't know that that's the thing. Like, she's so they're like, just nip out. It's fine. It's fine. They look great. And they're like, no! Like, they like, up here to like, like, perk to, ooh. seen that with Brie, Megan, Sista, and Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review at least one of us has never seen while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Hey guys and welcome back to Wait You Haven't Seen That. Um, this is Editing Megan here, and we are on episode 14 now, uh, part two of Attack of the Clones. Uh, we're joined again by our guest, Sarah Valentino, our resident Star Wars expert, uh, to continue our conversation about the prequel trilogy. Last time we left off talking about Hayden Christensen as the choice uh, for Anakin Skywalker, and so now we are jumping back in talking about Padme. Um, or Natalie Portman as uh, Senator Amidala. So join us, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed that clip of us talking about nipples for a really long time. And uh, yeah, welcome back to the pod, and enjoy. Okay, bye. Let's talk about Padme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not a, a queen anymore. Yeah. She's not a queen anymore. Well, she's, she's a senator. She's a senator mm-hmm. now. Yeah. She's far more powerful. And- yeah, she seemed to be, mm-hmm. like, the queen thing seems to be a little bit for show or mm-hmm. something. But, yeah. yeah. She's, like, she was very, she had some, like, Leia-esque of, you know, like, yep. we're getting this shit done, like, right. you know. The white outfit also really very much feel so. very Leia-y. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. yeah. Which then they needed to rip part of it off and Obviously, sexualize her a little bit. Obviously, needed to see her midriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, tasteful midriff, like in that blue ensemble. I know, they I didn't. couldn't even, like, show the front of her for five seconds. Jesus. <laughs> Brie kept so being like, I think we're going to Google a photo for you so you yeah. can just see the, the front of that, that <laughs> outfit. It, it was just it. such mm-hmm. a beautiful outfit. I know. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then that trashy, like, tear job, and they just show it all the time. I just, mm-hmm. the, I bet the, the, the tear. Barbie had that too. Oh my god, probably. It was just too even. I was like, come on, yeah, Jesus. Like, silly. we all know what you're doing Perfectly here. Perfectly asymmetrical, but. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, it just happened to fall off of her. Yeah, right? I just yeah. yeah, like, yeah. how would that fall off? Mm-hmm. Oh. I couldn't yeah. do it. I just can't, no. But, anywho, so Natalie Maybe Portman in this one. that rough and a little bit dirty. Yeah. That would have been fine. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. sexualize her, but make it feel a little more realistic. Real? Realistic yeah. mm-hmm. sexualization. Not so, <laughs> not so overtly, like, trying to shove this into the movie. Right. Oh, like, totally. Hey, hey let's yeah. sexualize her for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Yep. All together now. Yep. I do love the scene, though, where she, um, is, like, she falls out of the aircraft, right, and... Hayden Christensen is like, no, we have to go back for her. And Obi-Wan's like, dude, lock your shit up. We have to go fucking take down Count Dooku. And he's like, no, but I need to. And he's like, oh my god, she wouldn't fucking do this for you. And I was like, she sure wouldn't. No, no. She, she sure would that, that, like, that too. No. Oh. 
You're right. Yeah, he was like, oh, shit, yeah, you guys are right. You're definitely right. And then, of course, she gets up and she's like, all right, let me just take charge. Okay, you do this, you do that. Go round up the troops, and I'm going to run away now, and I'm going to do my thing, right? Like, she just immediately is like, bum, bum, bum. I love it. She's all business. Yeah, Yeah, right? That's how she gets it done. Mm -hmm. I know now. Now we know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and how she got the very perfectly placed tearaway midriff. She was the only one who had a plan to get out of her goddamn handcuffs. Truth. Mm-hmm. Right? And she, she executed it immediately. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's exactly. like, alright, hairpin and go. And we're good. And it's but happening. But also that, like, none of the people supposed to be guarding them noticed her, like, moving around, like, obviously taking off her handcuffs. Yeah. No, but I think that for them, they're like, we're just gonna sick all these crazy animals on them anyway. It's gonna make a good fight. Like, right, you know, right. it's very, it's mm-hmm. clearly yeah, entertainment. I don't think they they're in, like, all. a gladiator situation, right? Yeah. yeah. They weren't afraid of them getting loose. No. No. I think that was down. part of it, right? They were yeah. like, how are they gonna get loose? What are they gonna do yeah. next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, she takes charge, though. Homegirl, love her. She great. Mm-hmm. I would've liked mm-hmm. a Tina Turner appearance in a song. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling, rolling. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder if they ever, if they had any women consulting on this, no. this story. <laughs> they sure did. Like, because her, like, her whole love story and her interactions with Anakin Oof. are, like, totally unrealistic. They're the worst. Like, they are oh. so they awful. feel... Like, I mean, it was two dude writers, so no. And yeah, also, like, George Lucas, he only had that guy, Jonathan Hale mm-hmm. or whatever, he only came in on the third draft. Oh, okay, so, so it's all pretty much set already. Yeah, so yeah. he had already done two drafts oh. himself, and then he was like, oh, I guess I should have somebody, like, read over this, and Jonathan Hill was probably like, that's probably terrible, mm-hmm. and he was like, nah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it anyway, it's fine. Yeah. It, yeah. it really does kind of, like, fit this whole, like, this, like, manic pixie dream girl, sort of. Oh, yes. Um, what is, like, the stereotype of her, like, she only serves the plot in this, like, in the way that she supports Anakin. Like, yeah. other than that, like, she only exists for male entertainment. Yeah. One like, hundred percent. All the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and part of that is, like, oh, let's make her appealing by making her a badass. Yeah. But even mm-hmm. that, in a way, is, like... A it, fantasy, too. Yeah, yeah that's, it is. That's, that is. it's, that's, like, non-threatening badass. Mm-hmm. Right. That yeah. still mm-hmm. makes you feel that. like a badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. Gross. Uh-huh. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Well, exactly. and, like... Does not pass the Bechdel Anakin test. Anakin is, like, <laughs> very much toxic masculinity, right? Like, yeah. he does not ho- know how to, like, handle his, any of his emotions. No. And, and then, like... ill-equipped, fair enough. Right, yeah. ill-equipped, and then, like, inappropriately attaches all these uh, things to her and all these expectations and all these, like, ideas about love mm-hmm. and all these ideas about a lot of things. Yeah. That when he can... doesn't even know her, really. I know, he right. doesn't. Yeah. It's We're all totally fantasy-based, right? Because her, he's... like, for a collective right. couple hours. Right? And then, yeah, and then he, like, has Nine already dreamed up years. this girl of who he thinks she is in his mind, right? He says he's been dreaming of her, all this shit, right? Sounds like a top stalker. It, yeah, right? Yes. It, he does! And it's, no, he does. Oh, God, yeah. It just is very... I don't know. As a woman watching this movie, I'm like, no, 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 no. I not into this. Not into this love story. It does and not make any sense. And she's not into it either. Like, I know. So much of her mm-hmm. delivery and body language, and it's she like, straight up uh, says, "Like this makes me uncomfortable." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the fact, and that then that in the next guys, scene, she's making out with exactly, him. Exactly, yeah. which is like a total. I mean, that is not oof, right? The way we portrayal things really counts, right, guys? Yeah, like, absolutely. And so, like. Allowing for that to that's irresponsible in my opinion on yeah. the filmmaker's part to be it is. Like, yeah. It's perpetuating yeah. rape culture and that's to be up. clear for any men out there, that's not the way that romance works. No. no. If someone tells no you means that no. you're making them okay. uncomfortable, that's a clear nope. That's that you're not the next doing scene the right thing. isn't making mm-hmm. out. That's no. not how this works. No. Oh Jesus. No. No does not mean yes, just to be clear. No means no. And please, like, get verbal consent. I just think that that's the best way to At go. All times. Yeah, just like, At all times. just be About like, hey, things. are you into this? And if she says no, fucking stop. Or if she says nothing, because nothing is not yeah. a yes either. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need the yes. You need the yes. All right. Clear Do yes. not accept. No. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Her, <laughs> tell, her telling you that she's uncomfortable is not an invitation to then rub her shoulder in the next scene. No. And kiss her. No. <laughs> No, that's not how life sand. works. And then talk about and then talk sand. About sand. <laughs> also, well, that sand line. And then he's talking about sand. Mm-hmm. He's like, and it's I'm, coarse, and I don't like it. And I'm like, is this everywhere. supposed to be a sexy comment right now? Because we're literally talking about grains of sand getting everywhere, and that is like the least, least sexy, sexy thing in my mind. 
Oh, that's, sorry guys, that's Hazelnut. She's just joining. She also approves of active consent. <laughs> and dislikes sand. And dislikes sand. <laughs> my god oh lordy um can we talk about christopher lee as count yes Pico? okay great sorry i'm just getting annoyed no, by this you should get, let's <laughs> get through these characters okay let's get off this train all right mm-hmm. so i love christopher lee for a lot of reasons mainly because of lord of the rings yeah me too <laughs> um but he ah, i love his voice he's got such a nice deep baritone and his uh his dialogue is great i don't know he could say fucking anything though and i'd be like yes christopher lee <laughs> absolutely he's also an excellent villain he is mm, he's yeah. so mm-hmm. good at it he does he i wish that like i don't know we had gotten more of him like, i know me too he's awesome mm-hmm. love him and that that fight scene with him and anakin and obi-wan and then yoda coming in at the end to save their asses basically right I love that whole fight scene. He is such a compelling villain for sure. Um, and then that's when I was like finally starting to piece things together. And I was like, you know, like whispering over to Sarah, being like, "Wait, so does that mean that he's like a, a Sith or something? What's what's happening here?" <laughs> right? And I was like, "Oh, hold on, hold on, all I'm putting this all together. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's all happening now." Um, but I really, I, and I, do, I didn't love that fight scene. Um, to be honest, especially mm-hmm. compared to. What were oh my god, the dogs okay. are playing and it's so All cute. Right. <laughs> I know. Anyway, compared to the fight scene in the next one, um, this is you know, not as great to me personally. Mm, don't do mm. it. I think the chore the choreography of uh Dooku and Anakin was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, I yeah, agree. It was not believable. They didn't really seem that into it right. like they were trying to fight. Totally. Yeah. Well, especially com- I mean, I will say of the Phantom Menace, like, the final fight scene between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is much more compelling. That is often argued to be one of the best fight scenes in the series, too. Yeah, like, totally. Like, of all of them. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. just, like, based on, like, purely choreography, like, the choreography yeah. and the mm-hmm. execution, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. definitely. Yeah. What do other people think about Christopher Lee, though? Sorry. I mean, I loved him as Saruman. Yes. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, I get it's it has a similar vibe of that like Samuel L. Jackson is in these films where mm-hmm. it's like when the, he's on screen you're like I'm glad he's here, but again there seems to be this like disconnect of like everything fully integrating together a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, and I wish we had more. I wish I don't know. I just wish we had experienced him as a villain a little bit more. Yeah, totally. Kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. He's actually he's in the Clone Wars a lot. Well, oh, okay. it's not Christopher Lee. It's right. An animation, but <laughs> but Dooku as a character. Did like, he die or something? Um, Christopher Lee, yes, as like a human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is he dead now? Animated? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I think that was just because it was an animated series. That only happened. Like the whole that's, oh, yeah, that's relatively recently. Yeah. I was like, that was past. But I thought this was fascinating. Been. I looked up the movies that he's been in. He was in Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. 1958. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what Sista said. She was like, wasn't he Dracula at one point? A and I was long like, ass time. Ago. Long time ago. And yeah. I think he started on the stage too. Like I think. Yes. Yeah. Him and Ian McClellan, I think, did some stage work together back in the day. Yeah. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There. Yeah. He's got a long movie history. Yeah. I will say too that his interrogation scene of Obi Wan was very felt very Gandalf, <laughs> Sauron. I mean Saruman. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Even with the fact that you know like Obi Wan couldn't move due to like magic, you know, some sort of like force that was holding mm-hmm. him or whatever. Right. Um. Yeah, again, just Obi-Wan carrying the whole movie. Yeah. Like, his mm-hmm. scenes are so much more dynamic. Because we're split between him, like, doing all these investigations, and then this, like, so dry, so sandy for everyone yeah. romance that is happening. Yep. Apparently or not apparently. Like, yep. yeah. So. Obi-Wan P.I., I will always be there for that. Yes. Right? I'm like, yes, <laughs> Private Investigator Kenobi, love you. <laughs> into it on the case i know right i was like he's solving shit over here and i love how at the beginning he's like anakin we're not here to find out blah 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 blah. and then of course he's the one doing all of that shit and i was like i was like obi-wan get the fuck out of here you love this shit (laughs) come on and he's definitely that like such like that father figure mentor in this movie and i really like to see that come out of him Mm -hmm. i know yeah agreed Mm -hmm. totally which makes the future 
you know, it's going to feed a lot into that emotionality. Mm-hmm. That yep. Is, yes. Yeah, totally. And that cryptic yep. mentor that he becomes. <laughs> oh yeah. The 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 Alec Guinness yes. Obi Wan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Alec Guinness Obi Wan is like, listen, I'm going to tell you partial shit. Yeah, 90% of the time and you're just gonna have to fill in the rest yourself and, and or then, it'll be yeah. like a big fucking reveal to you <laughs> Yeah, and I'll come back from the grave mm-hmm. to let you know later don't right. you worry about it exactly yeah. you gotta struggle a little first though yeah have you have you heard about the rumors of an Obi-Wan movie that they really? so that is apparently that, it yeah. was it was rumored for a really long time mm-hmm People like to say that because of the failure of the current movies, which I don't agree with, no. that's like a total perception that's not true, um, but because of that, that they say like, oh, that the Obi-Wan movie was killed because of it. Hmm. But Ewan McGregor has said that he is open to coming back and playing Obi-Wan. Fuck! So yes. There is, so it's kind of, it'll be interesting to see where he pops up. Like, okay. There's been some speculation that he might pop up in the, the Mandalorian film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially, because that happens between, I want to say between episodes maybe six and seven mm-hmm. is in that time period. Yeah. All right. No, that's not true. Then there's no way Obi Wan would be. Maybe there's something else. I was, yeah. I was like, else. he died by then. What? Right? Yeah. What? <laughs> it would probably be. Oh no! Between it the would be. Right? It, it, the, it would be the um, not the not the Mandalorian, but the Cassian Andor series because that was around Rogue One, so he uh, was alive in that okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. So they're thinking there's speculation that he is going to be coming back to play his role. Oh, um, some, that would be pretty cool. Way. God, yeah. I cannot believe people think Hopefully that the it's a musical. <laughs> I'm sorry, do people like the prequels better than they like the new ones? There's some people that do. That's oh, fucked there, up. There are I can't a lot of that. people that actually, like, the, I think it's a no. little bit of the younger generation yes. who were children at the time of the prequels. Well, they dumb. Sorry. That, yeah. Sorry also, that's if like you're yours. that person. <laughs> that's irresponsible on your parents' part or whoever took you to mm-hmm. those movies. You should have watched the originals first and, like, mm-hmm. had a proper context and appreciation. But whatever. All right. Okay. Yeah. I hate okay, it. so between between <laughs> okay, so Brie between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, yeah, what's the preference right now? Oh, definitely the clone one. Yeah. Okay, the interesting. Way better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there are there's a ton of people out there. Like I look at just people's ranking of the movies, and there's plenty of people that rank Phantom Menace higher than Attack of the Clones. People that oh. say that this is the worst movie of the franchise. I don't believe. I'm I don't not, agree I'm with that. Either. that. You know. Okay, so you know what? And I well, I have to defend those people really quick <laughs> because I think I was in that camp because I remembered this one being like I just number one I remember more from it and therefore I could remember more to hate from it and so sorry I was <laughs> did you just black out phantom Is 100% <laughs> I did I like yeah. kind of like blacked it out and I was like uh I mean it was bad but like I don't remember it being so bad to the point where I like literally wanted to like rip people's heads off it like I did worse. after yeah. Attack of the Clones <laughs> yeah well I know and now I know that because yeah. well phantom came out when I was because when did phantom come out it 99 came out? Yeah, I mean, I was, I don't know, I was pretty young when I mm-hmm. saw that, and I didn't have my sexual awakening yet, so this one, I think, after it, I, I had had my sexual awakening with Titanic, and I was, like, woke to that, and then watching this love story that I was, like, oh, it was gross, you know, I think it just stuck in my mind more, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, now, obviously now, that I've seen them both mm-hmm. back pretty, like, recently, mm-hmm. obviously, Attack the Clones is better, clearly, yeah. I mean, more watchable, I would say, yeah. if we're, uh, Much know, more palatable. Better yeah. is yeah. Significantly less Jar Jar oh, is what we that's... mean. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Oh, man. Yeah, he's rough. He's real rough. But yeah, he's in it so much less. Oh my gosh, it's so great not and having him on like, screen. And it's also kind of like, yeah, you just stay in the little like floating Senate bubble no, situation. Just That's get the fine. Fuck out. I mean, <laughs> also that, but he they couldn't write him out entirely yet. Why? Because he played such a big role in the first one. They oh, can't just be no like, one remembers nope. that. Yeah, like, oh, too many of us do. Is the thing, <laughs> <laughs> which is so unfortunate because the apparently in this new Padme book that just came out, there's a lot of backstory between the like Naboo people and the Gungans that mm-hmm. live there, mm-hmm. and it's this whole story about how the Naboo humans came and invaded the planet and took over and pushed the Gungans pretty much like to living underwater. So it's like a very much a like colonizing imperialist yes yes so there's a lot of like political stuff there yeah so there's a lot of like good story that they really 
missed an opportunity on. Mm. Yeah. But that, like, Jar Jar kind of represents that, like, the Native American displaced peoples <gasps> of, That like... is so rude to Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right? a total missed opportunity. Oh, yeah, that that's, that's like, real, how they real. decided to portray them. Can I talk about a philosophical thing that came up for me? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Sorry. Let's get always. on that train. Yes, I want to. I'm always that person. Sorry. Um, Ravenclaw. What? Um, so I wanted to bring up the quote that Anakin says to Padme after, you know, the whole the death of his mother, right? And after he kills all of the sand people, um, he says, I will learn how to stop people from dying. Mm-hmm. Um what do we all think about this comment? How do we feel like this plays into everything? This this felt a little Voldemort-esque to me, right? Like, I was like, okay, you want to, like, make some horcruxes? Like, what's happening over here? Um, what did you guys think about that? I don't know. I mean, there were a couple, there were a couple moments where, yeah, in, in the dialogue, there are these little bits where you're like, huh, Anakin, you have a very... That and the I don't have a choice line. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, buddy. Like, you're seeing the world as very black and white. Yeah. And that kind mm-hmm. of thinking... is problematic. It's problematic. <laughs> like, it, you know, life isn't like that. So, mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to have issues coming up. But the whole, like, I'm going to become so powerful that I defeat death. I mean, that's a thing that a lot of villains get into, yeah, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. Which I guess, like, speaks to how humans, that's our ultimate fear for a lot of people, right? It's mm-hmm. the unknown of death and, yeah. like, always, you know. And in our culture, we're kind of, like, death dismissing and, like, death avoiding. Yeah. Kind of, just, well, like... I love avoiding death, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it is I'm how I've stayed alive so up until this point. I'm just gonna out myself. I am that person that's, like, afraid of afraid that. Of death. You know, I don't have a strong affinity for faith or anything like that. Like, I don't know what I believe after this life and whatever, so, you know, philosophize whatever you want about that. But, like, that is something that I am afraid of, and, like, maybe I'm a super villain and I just don't know it yet, but it's it's one of those things that I, like, come back to, and I'm like, fuck, I am really afraid of that, and, like, I don't really blame these villains for, like, being fixated on, like, wanting to live and control things, because that's another thing that I like to do is control my environment. So that's the one thing, though, is, like, the only absolute that every person and every being is guaranteed in this world and all these planets, apparently, uh is death. I know, It's the only thing. And so, therefore, like, living in a way or living from a perspective where you're trying to avoid your only certainty is, like, living in, like, a state of denial about your world. 100%. (laughs) And I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in hard here and say I blame the Jedi for this. And I think that there's, that this is, like, what is so problematic about this mindset is that they, they don't allow their Jedi to fully live. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that Anakin has such this deep-seated fear of death because he's also not allowed to live a life like a full life right uh-huh. and he is like he's been indoctrinated into this religion like that really takes his agency away and yeah. it, it really teaches him to te- like to think mm-hmm. in a black and white way yeah that it kind of makes sense that they like the jedi like that the light side of the force yeah. really did push him to the dark side right. and i can see how that is so attractive mm-hmm. to want to have to like balance that out and it really um when in reality, the whole, the philosophy behind the Jedi and balancing the force, it is supposed to be a balance between life and death and acceptance and living in this harmony. Mm-hmm. And, and they've like totally gone away from that. And because of that imbalance, they are like, yeah. they, they created him. I think 100%, I blame this like, this black and white Jedi thinking yeah. for Jedi Council, for Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. They are at fault, at least partially. Right, because he was he was young and impressionable, and he was totally he was a slave, and he Mm -hmm. was purchased because he was special. Right, and Mm -hmm. so he can't not buy into this thinking because it's the only thing that's made him exceptional in the world. No Mm -hmm. one gives up on what makes them exceptional, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like this you know structure in which Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be so special doesn't actually work with how he is feeling internally. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that Mm -hmm. inner conflict is yeah. 
fuck. It is. It's yeah. so we get Darth Vader, guys. Yeah. Your feelings. And, yeah, exactly. and meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> and we're back to Jedi therapy. <laughs> meanwhile, behind the scenes, what's also happening with Qui Gon Jinn? Like what he studied in his life was how to, after death, still commune with the living. Oh. So you know the whole force, Holograms. the whole force ghost scene at the end of Return of the Jedi. That doesn't happen until then. Like this whole that whole thing is a totally new thing for Jedi. Not all dead Jedi can do that. Interesting. Qui Gon is the first person, or the first Jedi who discovers that. So he's coming from this old philosophy of like really accepting and giving yourself into death, and that's what creates this force ghost like afterlife, which is oh. totally what yeah. Obi Wan. That's what Obi Wan does when he finally yep. dies. Holograms. Yeah, all the So he's really, he really represents that, like, the good side, like, the good Jedi. Like, oh, the, the accurate, okay, like, right. he really buys into that, like, um... The true know, balance. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. He really buys into that, the true balance of the Force. So that's all happening behind the scenes. And they, huh. like, they don't really, I don't know that they really go into that in the movies. So no. How, they how do. to... Uh, this yeah. is why we have our expert, Sarah. Yeah. This is, like, all of the... Because <laughs> I don't YouTube know any of YouTube that I've watched. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, there's it. a lot. Like, I haven't read a ton of like books, like Star Wars books or anything, but there's a like Qui Gon Jinn book, like mm -hmm. a certain point of view that nice. goes like, deep into his philosophy about That's this. Awesome. Yeah, which is really fascinating. That's I've, pretty cool. I've got mm -hmm. a question for you, Sista. Mm -hmm. uh, to tell. Yeah, so this is something that I just thought of while we we're having mm -hmm. this discussion, right? But how do you think the Jedi Council compares to the Watchers, Watchers Council, Council in oh! Buffy? <laughs> I, were you waiting for me to ask you that question? Is like, that the second you put your hand up? I was like, "Watchers." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What Ooh. do you think? What do you think? Because I mean, that's a lot about choice, and that comes Ooh, up for Anakin, um, right? Mm -hmm. And yep, yep, that yep. comes up a lot in Buffy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, choice is like how we always actually, you know, we always have a degree of choice mm -hmm. in our situations. Is like one of the cornerstones of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and yep, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it's why, like, any time I've been trained, too, by, like, reading, like, watching YouTube about Buffy, that, like, whenever the word choice comes up in that show, to, like, pay attention, because, like, yeah. when people are saying they don't have a choice, it's like, no, you've gotten into, like, this very, like, black and white thinking kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Like, you may not have a good choice, but you do always have a choice. Right. And, again, but it gets a little murky, though, right? Because, like, Anakin feels that he doesn't have a choice, because he can't possibly have much, like, he can't step back from his situation and, mm -hmm. like, kind of see a bigger picture or a possible other kind of, you know? Right. Like, this is it. Like, he wanted to be a Jedi, and now he is becoming one, but it's not what he thought it would be. Yeah. And, like, that sucks, buddy. But, and yeah. He's told this whole time that he's all-powerful and that exactly. he's the chosen one. But all you're supposed to yep. do is control that power and mm -hmm. not give into it, mm -hmm. which, of course, like, no teenager likes that about anything. Right. Yeah. And then he can't love people also, and he can't, like, Which right? is a huge part of being a teenager is, like, yeah. you know, for most people, it's, right. like, developing, like, your romance and sexuality. Yeah. Like, and your rebelliousness is yeah, part of typical development. Exactly. <laughs> for an adolescent. When right. Sarah and I teach youth mental health first aid together, <laughs> we talk about that a lot. Yeah. But, like, comparing the councils of the Watchers, I mean, it's a great, fair comparison. Right? Where, yeah, kind of the old guard is still in control mm -hmm. and the, like, and is out of touch with the realities that these powerful youth are facing mm -hmm. and those who like actually make a difference in these worlds for good or bad comparing like Anakin to Buffy right. um they take you know they start making choices outside of what has been ascribed to them mm -hmm. yeah and I mean the Watcher's Council is clearly like a very like direct parallel to like patriarchy yeah. um as a whole but yeah both how it's just kind of like yeah well it's been done this way so that's why we do it this way and mm -hmm. like we know better and you know you just kind of like the they want to like utilize your power in the way that they see fit which isn't true agency over your right. own power because mm -hmm. i feel like it's a lot about control as yes. well right like with mm -hmm. the watchers council i mean they put buffy through a lot of trials right and it's Fuck like them. all it's all about control and like sometimes they do it by taking her power away from mm -hmm. her right and that's something that i think the jedi council is doing to anakin as well mm -hmm. they kind of like similar right right this kind of like murky waters about you know like 
you can't fully live your life mm-hmm. as a way to control your power because if it gets out of control, it can only be bad. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, how could anyone possibly hold up that facade forever? There's right. no way. There's no way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even just like having a, you know, a system of authority when you're young, we crave that and that makes sense. But as we get older, we start to question and mm-hmm. be like, hey, this doesn't fit for mm-hmm. me. Right. And yeah. Anakin and Buffy handle it differently. I'll say that. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, but I would argue that Anakin has uh, more more trauma at a younger age than Buffy does. Yes. So mm-hmm. that might have something to do yes. with that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. He has not led a, an easy life. No, no. he has not. Yeah. He really he has hasn't. No. Um. Should we talk about Samuel L. Jackson a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, Mace... Right? Mace. Oh, sorry. Are you Mace testing? Oh, okay. I was like, are you testing Brie right now? Well, I'm just asking. Oh, okay. It came <laughs> up more than once of like, wait, what's his name? Yeah, Mace. What's his name? Samuel Wait. L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. He just plays Samuel L. Jackson in every movie. movie. I know. That's what I always think. Mace. Yeah. I don't know the rest. With his purple lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah, the amethyst. Like he lo- I need yeah. to know more. Yeah. You're like wearing his color right now, actually. You really are. Well, all I know is that he requested to have an amethyst lightsaber. In the past, they had had just. The blue and the green for the good guys, and then the red for the bad guys. Um, and then he was like, no, I'd like a purple one, thank you. And they were like, you're Samuel L. Jackson, we'll give you whatever the fuck you want. Right. Not gonna say no. Not gonna say no to I, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if there was more to it than that. That's what I remember reading about it. Um, did, yeah, I don't you know, know if, I don't know if it came out before this movie or after this movie, but eventually, like, lightsaber colors actually do have a significance. Mm. Right. Um, which I'm pulling up right now. I know that, like, blue and green are the most common. Mm-hmm. I think green is, like, a noble color. Blue is a common color. I don't know what it means. Purple, I want to say off the top of my head. Let's see. I'm loading an image right now that says what purple means. Moral ambiguity Whoa. is the is the theme for a purple purple lightsaber. Interesting. So it's Jedi who use both light and dark side techniques with an aggressive Whoa. style. The purple color may be interpreted as a mixture of blue and red. So that makes red sense. being that dark side color yeah, and blue okay. being the so how do a guardian they, color. How do they get their colors? Do they like take on the color of like what their user is? Yep, that's oh, okay. exactly how they the the. Hmm clear crystals take on their certain uh, colors so okay. yeah so green being peace through the force blue being justice and protection red being evil and power purple being kind of a mix of those two mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of other ones that that are there there's like yellow there's orange do we ever see other colors uh, we do in the Clone Wars, and I think that's in that's one of the animated mm-hmm. series. I want to say that we do see that in Rebels as well, like, which okay. is another animated series. Yeah, mm. interesting. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I've only, I mean, the blue and red and then green mm-hmm. and purple have been the only colors that I can recall in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sarah, you also taught us too while we were watching that as tiny children, they go to mine their crystals. Yep. <laughs> and some of them die. Like, Jesus, Jedi. It's a, calm it's a, down. yeah. The, I think, and that's like the, the question of like, well, why don't, why doesn't everybody become a Jedi? Like, right. and that's it the is answer. because <laughs> it, is, it, it is extremely perilous to, like, to become a Jedi. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of dropout. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Not always by choice. They don't. Yeah, they don't always succeed at becoming Jedi. So there's a lot of different trials that they have to go through, Mm -hmm. and this, yeah, mining their crystals on Ilum is one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ilum. Ilum. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, Kyber crystals will come into the story a little bit more as we go. Oh, it will. Crystal life. Yes. Crystal. Summers with crystal life. Fucking Padme brings yeah. the Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Blue milk soup. Blue ah, milk soup. Gross. Courtesy cool. Bridget Jones. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I wonder if there's fennel in it. You know, yeah. right? There's yeah. gotta be. I don't it's know. Fennel. Well, She's like cooking leeks. I don't yes. know what's happening there. The, well, like Bridget Jones is. Oh, that's how she gets the blue. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. Interesting. Leeks, fennel, similar. Same, same. 
Anything else about Samuel L.? I mean, like it's fun he's in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know I don't have much on his character. Like, I just don't know much I about I can this. definitely see that moral ambiguity in there. Like, yeah. where he kind of has that that darkness in him. I think mm-hmm. we maybe see it a little bit more in the next movie. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, but, we haven't seen it yet, I don't yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does make sense. But to fight, you'd have to have a component of, like, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. You'd have to have some aggression going. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, I... Because <laughs> I don't... They're... Okay, so the Jedi are supposed to be peacemakers, whatever, whatever, only use their powers for good, all this bullshit, right? Um, Sorry, but, like, it is. And uh, and they're not supposed to be political. Right? They and they're not supposed to... But clearly, but they're all doing they all do is God political yep. shit. They're doing mm-hmm. a lot of political shit, and they're... I don't know, they're... I feel like they are aggressive, right? Like, they fight mm-hmm. all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is not just in, like, a protective capacity. Oh, totally. Right? Like, some uh-huh. of it is preemptive. I mean, The Phantom Menace opens with this is two Jedi push, yeah. going to be, like, diplomats, essentially, to yeah. handle a trade thing disagreement situation. Yep. I even did the research for that the one. The trade, the blockade. The blockade, yeah. there mm-hmm. it is. They are way off course. Yeah. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. it doesn't make any sense. I'm kind of, it, it is, sense. it it makes it interesting to see like how it's going to come back on track even in like coming into the current era totally yeah yeah they need a revamp mm-hmm. for sure for sure mm-hmm. yeah um should we talk about the uh homages to empire in this sure the mirroring the rhyming yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. um obviously we've got the you know uh in empire we've got that millennium falcon asteroid scene and then in this one we've got uh obi-wan chasing um Jango Fett through the asteroid field and then you know kind of hiding his ship on the asteroid just kind of oh, how yeah. Han did in the Empire sneaky mm-hmm. sneaky so that's a fun one love that um and then I think the other one is just the hand cut off thing which happens in almost all every the movie. limbs all <laughs> the limbs are lost <laughs> yeah. ruining like, cute jackets just uh, just yes. left and right mm-hmm. all the time though <laughs> oh yeah Anakin lost his hand guys yeah so that was yep. the- yeah, but that scene a, was garbage. He has a robot <laughs> hand at the end, which I, sorry. That she has to hold? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you put a glove on that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you have a fucking pillow on that thing. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like Buster Bluth with his Yeah, what the fuck? Yes! I'm a Oh my god. What do you expect? I'm half machine. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it, love it. But I think there there is kind of like a, kind of some poetry along... Like in Anakin becoming eventually Darth Vader, mm-hmm. that this Wait, is where. Spoiler, guys. That this is where we start to see those cracks form in these oh, in this yeah. movie, and yeah. I wonder if like him getting his hand cut off and having this robot hand is kind of like emblematic of that. Oh, for sure. That losing it's his to humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. eventually he is more machine than man, like yeah. literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it also kind of in comparing him to Luke, because Luke also goes through a kind of, like, yeah. dark night of the soul crisis of faith yeah. in mm-hmm. Empire, and Luke also loses his hand, and he handles that yes. situation very differently. Very differently. <laughs> he also got, like, you know, a skin glove on there. That's like, what I don't understand! So I was like, why? That may contribute to him being like, it's not all bad, it's all right. Yeah. Um, because that's supposed to be like newer technology. Te- I know. I was right. like, is it newer tech? Is it that what's happening? Be. Okay, all right. It great, must great. be. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't understand, but whatever, it's fine. I wonder if there's like a, a, a canon explanation for that too. If there's a, <laughs> I, <laughs> I need it. So fans, please tag that um, in year twenty BBY. Right. right. This, yeah. is when, this is when they developed please, skin gloves. Show skin me when they developed skin, skin gloves. gloves. For when everyone yeah. was losing limbs at all times. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, Luke also kind of like starts to dabble with the dark side right a little bit Mm -hmm. and he does he's able to pull back a little bit you know and he's able he's so afraid to become vader whereas anakin is realizing why he might want to be vader yep Mm -hmm. you know yep yeah he's weighing the pros and cons he has saying there's a lot of pros at this point yeah Yeah. no more death okay yeah maybe right i mean Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Emotive cape work? He, even yes. his emotive cape work was coming out a little bit when he was getting on top of his little cruiser. And yeah, we didn't get to see the sweetest midriff in the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so mad 
mad about it. Uh, <laughs> so mad. I love it. Her cape in that with that so outfit too was awesome. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was very cool. Yeah. Injustice. Costume injustice. <laughs> man um real quick we get a little uh backstory for boba fett yes yeah we haven't really talked about the clones guys even though yeah. it's like in the title mm-hmm. um, i feel like oh. boba fett family's like got some maori situation mm, possibly well because there's, there's like, a little, little bit of new, 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 like new zealand accent going mm-hmm. there yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah for sure well and my question too is like was that Django Fett? Is that? Django well, Fett. Django, Django Fett. Django Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Django Jeans Fett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's his uncle that, like, they don't talk to really anymore. Um, He's too creative. He's the black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to be cloned a Django billion times. Fett, black sheep of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But, like, was, okay, so in the beginning, was Jane, was it the original Django with the eye patch that we saw? No, that's somebody that's else. A yeah, clone? that's a different, that's a, no, that's a different character. That's yeah, a different that's character? Yeah. Like, yeah. an entirely different character. Yeah. I think they just look alike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that's an entirely different character. I totally Not all black was people like, look the same. <laughs> Accurate, Sarah. But I so wanted it to be like the clones are already out there. Like it's already happening. I wanted I that really to be the twist. I thought that that was the same guy too, and not because no. all black people. Hate his name is they Captain don't. Captain something. I don't know. Captain his name, something. Though. Yeah. Well, because then sure. like he yeah. made his son so, yeah. go get, go like close the door to hide mm-hmm. clothing of some sort. His what was bounty happening? hunter here? I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he would have yeah. recognized him from that. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. The and he is okay. This might be going a little too far, but we might be able to bring it up again later. But the Do it. Mandalorian sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Are we familiar with the Mandalorian? No. So Mandalore is kind of I like am. a planet. <laughs> Are you? Mandalore is kind of like a, it's a very um, tumultuous uh, political landscape on Mandalore, and there's this. Um, so technically, Jango Fett is a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but. He comes from a clan. It's kind of like a Game of Thrones scene on Mandalore Shit. where there's like several competing clans. Okay. And he comes from a clan that's like a lesser clan. So there's a lot of people that say like, oh, he's not actually a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine we're going to get a lot more when the show comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like, so he is from this other planet. That, Interesting. That technic- that has disowned him. Okay. Oh. So have you seen the Christmas Star Wars? No. Okay. Is there, are Mandalorians in it? Is this like a part of it? No. Okay. Think I know? No. <laughs> no, no, but I'm not like... by a thread here. <laughs> no, so he, um, that's another thing I totally missed mm. as a child. I thought the clones were referring to the uh, droids. The, yeah, like, me too. Right? Yeah. How did I fully, oh. completely miss that as a child? Yeah, I, I 100% missed that. Com- like, totally. I no, literally, literally didn't literally know it until we watched about, it. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about like... <laughs> Clone clones. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. all the androids are exactly the same. I don't know same. how I missed it because there's literally the shot of like all, all of these of- fetuses and I was like, like oh that- shit. How did I miss this? And, they are, like- and they're the good guys at first. They are part yes. of the, the army of the Republic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I eventually know. they become the army of the Empire. Right. Stormtroopers. Yep. Right. Yes. Some stormtroopers. And the RT mm-hmm. D2 gay club. There are stormtrooper go go dancers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they show their midriffs all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, some and fun trivia about the clones as well. They actually, um, they do have different personalities when they grow up, and they actually will give themselves nicknames, like to distinguish amongst themselves. Some of them do become leaders, like of their battalions, and they are implanted with an inhibitor chip. So that's what kind of controls their mind to like to make them submissive. Mm -hmm. So they have this um, brain implant that makes them submissive and eventually during the series like some of them will take it out like so that they have free will so they eventually do become independent thinkers so i've got to know they all look the same yep they all look the same but some of them will they they dye their hair differently they Mm -hmm. do they do different hairstyles oh yeah, yeah some of them like will like yeah get tattoos on their face like so that they can become individuals apparently this is like a very some very deep clone philosophy of like like some of them really struggle with their independence and okay. like their identity. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I've got so. a I've got a note here. Um, I don't know what the fuck it means, you guys. I'm gonna literally read the wiki page really quick because I read this and I was like, what? <laughs> so Question. 
I'm just gonna read it to you guys, alright? So it says, in, the, in writing The Empire Strikes Back, Lucas initially decided that Lando Calrissian was a clone and came from a planet of clones, which what? caused the Clone Wars mentioned by Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope. He later came up with an alternate concept of an army of clone shock troopers from a remote planet, which were caused by the Republic as an army for the war that followed. But, so, huh. I, yeah, so I don't, so initially it sounds like he was going to have Lando be a clone, but now I don't think he huh. is. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, not oh no. He yeah. better not be. <laughs> yeah. Brie would be very upset. <laughs> and walk away from yeah, right. <laughs> it's too much. Never again. So that yeah, so I don't know, I just was like, huh, what's so interesting. Yeah, so I read that in the notes um on the wiki page and I was like, What what the fuck? Again, I could not wrap my brain around. I've that. never heard How that George will get these ideas yeah, and then he sure like, does. try to implement them in other places. God damn it. Just the, to get them in there somehow sometimes. Right? The thing he's Wedger. got he's got a lot going on at all times, but like he doesn't have a whole lot of forethought sometimes, though. I don't know, cause he—it's oh, the blue, the blue midriff outfit. Brie, uh, Sarah found it. I pulled it up on the Google <laughs> <laughs> and had to show Brie. Yeah, and Brie there is some it. tasteful midriff. There we then, go. Yeah, boom. Diamond midriff. It's yeah, part we found of the it. The outfit—it's. I like nice. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. feel objectifying. That is very interesting. Yeah, this—it just seems to he. He has all these ideas, right? And we can't fully address all of them. And mm-hmm. so sometimes he spreads a little too thin. Yeah. That's... He needs a parachute. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, he's got, he's got some decent, like, ideas and story arcs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, it is interesting and, like, the world is built pretty well. Although, you know, I mean, we got into midi-chlorians last time and that's a whole thing. But, oh. yeah, it was... There's a lot of people that think that that's a mistake. Uh, it is. Uh... It's definitely a oh, mistake. Oh, I just pretend that didn't happen. I 100% have to pretend yeah. that didn't happen. Because it never came up again. Yep. Has <laughs> it? Yeah. I feel, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember if we get more into it in the next one. <laughs> I just can't. Anyway, but he, he didn't reference it in this one because he was like, they didn't enjoy Jar Jar. They didn't, they like, didn't it. like medical Lorian. He's yeah. taking notes. He's mm-hmm. taking the notes and changing things. So hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. But and I, I think that. George Lucas has some good ideas. Uh, you know, I think he just needs other people to bounce his ideas off of and not do it Everyone in a vacuum. Needs an editor. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And like somebody else to just like spitball with, because it seems like he just kind of did Left this here on devices. On his is own. Not, yeah, it's like, not. It's not great. It's I guess not I kind of understand community uh-uh. or anything. Yeah, like what the the motivation for him eventually selling. Like yeah. I know there's a lot of people that got really upset about like oh he sold out but after this experience I mean even after just two movies you can kind of understand why he's like okay maybe I shouldn't do this anymore right Right. maybe I should just stop especially (laughs) when when you can see that you're not the one yeah Yeah. to like carry it on well and also I I was talking to my younger brother about this and he's like yeah, like, the first ones are, are what they are because, like, he couldn't do exactly what he wanted. What he really wanted was the prequels. Mm-hmm. And it just turns out that that's not ev- what everyone else would have wanted. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's so true, though. But like, this is what he's excited editor. about. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had someone that said no to him. He's excited oh, yes. about the political landscape, for sure. Like, you can definitely yes. tell that. Yeah. And, and I he think wants, he's... like, all the aliens and just, like... Yeah. You know, all this, like, yes, he let's make so and so a clone, and like, yeah, he wants this, like, he, yeah, he likes those big yeah. narrative concepts, and I don't think he is as focused on the characters, which is a problem because as humans, we want a character story. We want somebody that we, we can relate to. Yeah, exactly. We want to understand mm-hmm. the love story, and yeah. the, and we want to <laughs> understand the the descent into villainy. Yeah, yeah. totally. We, we want totally. to, like, we want those things. And yeah. we want a redemption arc afterwards. Yeah, yeah like, totally, totally. We want to understand, like, what... Like, we don't just want, like, a good guys versus bad guys. Mm-hmm. We want to really understand, like, what makes a bad guy. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And I, I think he's pretty driven by history, too. That seems mm-hmm. to be something that he keeps coming back to. And I think he... It seems like he was informed not only by, like, uh, you know, the Caesar um, arc, but also, like... 
um, any dictator rise, right? Like, totally. like Napoleon's rise mm-hmm. and like Hitler's rise, like with the emergency powers given to the chancellor, mm-hmm. like for sure, like that mm-hmm. is from history. Which is that shit happens. That's what tell. happened with Hitler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. no, totally, and that's an important story to tell. Exactly. But and like, how do you tell it in a compelling way exactly. that we care about mm-hmm. and not just like surface level? You know? No, absolutely. It's not it. It's yeah. It, it, yeah. So, mm-hmm. anywho, do I have more appreciation for this the second time around? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I definitely do. And there were definitely moments when I was like, "All right, all right, all right, I'm here mm-hmm. for this. I'm here for this." There were plenty of moments when I was not there for it. <laughs> Mainly, <laughs> anytime Anakin and Padme were on the same y- scene together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and we didn't talk about awards, but um, I did mention this when we were recording the reaction video. But um, they definitely got worst couple um, as part of the MTV. <laughs> Awards, uh, so there, there was oh. that. Yeah, they got slammed a little bit on that one. Who else was in contention for that? Uh, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. Spider Man won the category for best chemistry. So, wow. like, M- right, MJ and Peter Parker, which the is was Kristen kiss. Dunst. Kiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. Toby Maguire. Toby yeah, Maguire. Toby Maguire and Kristen Dunst loved it. Right, mm-hmm. so there for that romance because they had great chemistry. They have a good time. Yeah, they didn't bone. They before. didn't bone before. They didn't. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> they also, like, had, you know, decent dialogue for their budding they, romance. They did. Ooh. They did. Oops. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has notes? I, I feel I'm like just we should have Costumer right now. was great. Costumer was great, was yeah. Was it the same? It, uh, I don't know if it was the same as the last one. Let me see here. Do I not have it? I don't have it. Is it the person who made the costumes? Mm-hmm. We saw her name at the end. I know, we yeah. saw it, and I don't remember, remember it now. It was a woman. It was a woman on the last one, too. It makes me think it might have been the same. Which Mm -hmm. is... She did a very good job. Her team did a very good job. Yeah, Yeah, they did a great job. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I got a question. Like, how do we feel, like, from Brie, who's never seen, who has not seen Revenge of the Sith, which is the next movie, like, where do we see that movie going? Like, what's... What What do you you think is going to happen? The guy wasn't even in this one. Mm. Oh, (laughs) I guess he was. He's like, I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I've already blocked it all out. That's okay. I did the first time watching this. Yeah, like, what's happening? Like, what's, what's, Where where's, going? where's the story going? Oh, uh, here's what I know so far. That Anakin and Amidala create Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining that their relationship doesn't go very well because she ends up with the kids, right? But at some point they, um, okay. So they must. I mean, they got married, so now they're allowed to bone, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That happened at the end. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It was like the last one minute of the yeah. movie. It was like, oh, and secret maybe. wedding. Yeah. Even though she does not seem to do it. Okay, no. so boning's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and there Luke will and Leia will pop up somewhere. That, that eventually, spoiler alert, that Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Right, I do know that. So there's only one movie left in between that now happening. and the first one and, and a new episode hope. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this next movie is really this is the bridge. Yeah. So this is supposed mm-hmm. to be the bridge. Yeah. Right. Yep. Do you have any predictions for like what okay, is so what is it that makes is him? A Sith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Duco guy is not a Sith. He sure the, is. He's oh, the he's apprentice. Yeah. He's the apprentice of the Emperor who's a Sith? Yep. Yeah. It's and what yeah, about the Maul guy? He was an apprentice as well. Mm-hmm. And where's his other half? Is that what we He find was the out? apprentice. Yeah. Maul was the apprentice. Oh, okay. And so then when once Maul the died... Okay, so Palpatine. Be, yeah, once Maul died... The emperor got Took on a new, a new apprentice. Yeah, who doesn't have his face painted yet? <laughs> no, his well, his face was painted because of his breed. Like, I guess because he's a um, oh gosh, uh, I'll have to remember the name. Is it? Like I know a tattoo? It's, he's from. No, that's just that's the, his skin. Oh it's no, a, it is a it is a tattoo, but it's um, it's part of his culture. Oh. so it's from Dathomir is the planet. Whoa. But I'm trying to remember, like, the, Are the, the species. Are the horns a body mo- modification, too? No, no? that's part oh, of okay. it. Oh, they're, um, Iridonians is the, 
the alien. Okay. So they come in a lot of different. Sarah's like, they a do fucking tattoos. expert, you guys. <laughs> well, I'm reading the I'm reading the um, aftermath series right now, and one of the main characters is Iridonian, uh-huh. and she's she's a woman. She's a bounty hunter, and they do like. They're, they get skin tattoos. Mm-hmm. The men usually do red and black. The women do, like, blue and white. Interesting. And, like, other stuff, too. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like... Huh. God, the yeah. Star Wars lore there's, goes deep. It is so... There's so much of it. Yeah, is it but all they are... by, like, fanfic? Or, like, how... No, these are novelizations, right? No, these are... So yeah, these like are novels. Mm-hmm. Well-paid yep. writers. Mm-hmm. In-universe, they are considered canon. Yeah. Yeah, they are considered part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, official parts of the storyline. Right, because fanfiction yeah. is all fan-based. That's mm-hmm. fan, and that's not reality, right? So these things are falling into that canon category of being part of the accepted universe that already yep. exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Darth Maul was part... Like, he was the apprentice, but his, like, being red and black had nothing to do with him being a Sith. Gotcha. That was just... Yeah. That threw me off then. Okay. Yeah. That that was just his Yeah, I think species. I was thrown off by that, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And it feels yeah. like that was, like, franchised to feel, like, associated mm-hmm. with being a Sith. Yeah, I feel like it was, yeah. too. Because the red lightsaber, that. right? Like, that's... Red, yeah. black, horns, they're yeah. supposed to represent evil. They I know, I was like, there's too many things yeah. that are... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, there's a lot of good people out there who are Iridonian too, okay. who look right. like Darth Maul. Good to know. Right. Good yeah. to know. They didn't do a great job with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, we can't explore everything sure. in the movies, right? There's a lot. There's, there's so much that I don't know. Right? <gasps> okay, well, and so, so yeah. right. So, Dooku is the apprentice apprentice of <clears throat> the to be emperor, right? Who is actually who Palpatine? Yep. You know him as the emperor. But he, right now we know him as Palpatine. Who's different from the white Ch- senator guy? That's the same guy. Same guy. Same. Same guy. guy. That's Chancellor the whole thing Palpatine here, is that he is the one who was put into emergency power yeah. by yeah. Jar Jar. Same guy. He's the, a Sith who will the not chancellor be named in this house. is yeah. eventually. Okay. Yeah, the chancellor eventually is the emperor. So is a Sith yeah. like a Jedi? It's the dark side. Yeah, the yeah. dark side the of dark, the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Did I yeah. know that? I think yeah. we explained it. <laughs> yeah, at one point. <laughs> Right? It's like the light side is what the Jedi mm-hmm. are on. The dark side is what the Sith do. Okay. Right? So, yeah. eventually, Anakin's going to switch over to the dark side, right? He's going to be a Sith. And he's going to become Darth Maul. I mean, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, what? how do you think he's going to... What's going to happen that pushes him... That fully pushes him over the edge? Um, he's going to get filed for, like, uh... He can't come near Amidala. Oh, because she's oh. had it with him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so something, okay, so you think it's something about their relationship that is, yeah. is going to break gonna him. That's going to push him over the edge. Yeah, and eventually he becomes like, the apprentice. All the red flags. Yeah. All the, like, hanging on by a thread. Yep. Oof. Yeah. yeah. He's got some... So, like, anything, really, but mm. it'll probably be that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, all right, gosh. cool. And I need to correct myself, it's not Iridonian. Iridonia and Dathomir are the two planets that Zabrax live on. Zabrax oh. is the species. Yeah, so oh. the, those are the... Uh, Brax, you know? I have no idea. Like, uh... I was like, but, so, like Zabrax? No, what? but I see... And <laughs> I only know this stuff because Brax. there's an entire episode of The Clone Wars <laughs> that's about them, <laughs> about Iridonia, and about, uh, like, I... What is it? Like, they're setting free Iridonia. Like, they're oh, they're taken yeah. over by the Separatists, and then the Jedi have to come in to, like, uh, set them free. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, so only... like, are the Separatists, like, pre-Rebel, like, force? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So All the right. Rebels... The Emperor's the... running the Separatists? And yeah. he's running the Republic. He's, he's creating. He's creating a false conflict so that mm-hmm. he can contra- can like control. have control, pa- like all power, yeah. all the power. Mm-hmm. And you know, like power pain. Power well, he's pain. and I think he's also trying to yeah, basically destroy a lot of shit that is yes. in place currently. Right, mm-hmm. like he's trying Burn to. Both, he's trying to break up the Republic. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I was mm-hmm. like, he's trying to destroy the Republic, trying to destroy the Jedi, like all the things. He's yeah. trying yeah. to fuck to everything up. Yeah. This fake enemy. Yep. yep. Like so that they have something to fight against. Yep. Which I feel like is a really good lesson for any politics of today too. Right. Yeah. That I because I feel like the yes. there's a lot of examples in history where countries do that. Yep. Let's feed the rebels so that we could eventually come in and become the saviors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. So that we make ourselves look like the good guys. Yeah. Totally. totally. Ugh. Garbage politics. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um, does anyone watch The Expanse? 
no? space mm-hmm. show uh-huh. on Amazon or something. But it it's like this storyline. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> sounds like something I'd like. <laughs> nice. Love it. Cool. Um, any other final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, final thoughts. I am actually, uh, I- I'm okay with seeing the conclusion of this story. I was very resistant after the end of Phantom of, of like, oh my god, we got two more of these, god damn it. <laughs> but now I'm kind of like, okay, all right, we can, mm-hmm. I, yeah, we can get over, we can do this last one. And then, yeah. 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 So I'm excited to see the rest of the bridge. Yeah. Awesome. That cool. revenge is that final link between yes. mm-hmm. the prequels and the, the original trilogy. Because similar to this one, I don't remember anything about it. Oh. Except for, like, the meme of Obi-Wan with Anakin, you know. I think I remember like, the last 20 minutes of the next one. Yeah. <laughs> it's about I'm right. To, I'm trying I to remember. I do remember Don't that. remember anything leading yeah. up to it. Right? I remember the last 20 minutes. Oh, man. That's all I will say. <laughs> I, don't rem- I re- do like heavily remember that scene, but I don't know if I remember anything else. I right? don't remember like how else. it yeah. starts. Yeah, me neither. Ooh. Oops, oops, oops. I mean, I didn't remember um, the clones, guys. So yeah, right. Clearly, oh, yeah. I just oh, I just blocked it. It's okay though. Yeah, it's fine. It's nice mm-hmm. to. It's like seeing it for the first time again too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, that concludes our episode on Attack of the Clones, and we will be back in two weeks with another Brie pick. And yeah, then yeah. I'm thinking Bodyguard. Ooh, ooh. ooh. And, and then the conclusion yeah. for uh, get some Whitney in there. Yeah, the Whitney con- for life. The conclusion um, with uh, Revenge of the Sith will be two weeks following that. So cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, subscribe to all our things, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at wait you haven't seen that. And also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.